Back on the road, folks. Thursday morning. Not a whole lot of traffic, but that's to be expected. Everybody uh, social distancing or telecommuting, I appreciate it. For those of us that have to go <laughs> to a place of business to conduct their business. Right now in Northern Virginia, the spring is definitely sprung. Seeing some grass, seeing some flowers bloom, leaves on trees and such. There's definitely a, a certain level of optimism that happens around this time of the year that that definitely impacts me, makes me feel better. I like uh, having all the seasons here and I do enjoy it. A little cloudy out, a little wet. I think there's a little, little rain in the forecast, but that's okay. And there is your daily morning forecast, folks. So what are we going to talk about? I don't know. You guys keep forcing me to make up the topics. And I'm okay with that, actually. Uh, but please, any feedback? Everybody who's connected to me somehow, whether you've got my personal number, LinkedIn, Facebook. I am on Instagram, but I don't pop on there much. I am on Twitter, but there's certain social media avenues I like more than others. I'm on YouTube. I put some videos up on there from time to time when I need longer than 10 minutes. Thank you, LinkedIn, to discuss topics. But please, it, you know, even in this podcast, too, you guys can leave feedback, criticism, or just things that you guys want to talk about or things that have popped up for you. Uh, I, was, I was pretty successful when on uh, LinkedIn I made a comment about what people want me to discuss I got some good feedback I might do that again every once in a while just uh, force y'all to help feed me some info but like I said I'll I'll definitely uh, come up with topics I got plenty I want to talk about the whole premise behind my podcast and definitely in light of what's going on fear right fear and living in the moment And, and it's interesting, the topic of fear, because there's part of it that you can't control, but the majority of it, you definitely can. You know, I, I don't want to say it's, it's made up completely, but it's definitely something that your mind concocts, right? For instance, if you're on a roof and you look over the edge... And it gets you nervous. I mean, that's understandable, right? Your body is trying to tell you and let you know that you going over the side and the outcome of that would be very detrimental to your survival. Therefore, that is a survival instinct to say, when I get close to an edge where there's a drop of greater than four feet, my brain kind of starts uh, picking up a little bit of activity here saying, what's going on? But what do we do with that? What happens to those people that develop true phobias, right, is when they stick their head over the edge and in their mind somehow they feel that in that moment gravity could do something crazy and pick them up and throw them over the side. A huge gust of wind would come out of nowhere strong enough to force them over the edge or 
or for some reason the people you love that are that you might be with would irrationally just decide to shove you over the side right you have this notion in your mind that if I get within six inches of the edge something in the universe is going to drastically change to push me those those last six inches right and so then those people that develop that phobia right they, they can't even go near it they can't even they can't even take a look they can't get within you know five feet of the edge of anything because of their fear of heights and for some people they, they rationalize well I'm just I'm protecting myself but that's where you're letting your fear control and dominate you and and when you really think about it you know deep down in your heart that getting within six inches of the edge or even a foot right and peeking your head around that nothing in the world nothing in that moment is going to pull a 180 on you and it's just gonna grab you and throw you over the edge right like that's not ever ever gonna happen but our phobia it takes a deep-seated hold of us and grows to this point that we don't even go near it we can't even nope nope no thank you I'm out <laughs> right and there's so many opportunities in life where being at a very high height is such an experience such a view such a perspective on things there's plenty of tall buildings I've been in plenty of sites monuments things you know <laughs> mountains cliffs what have you and I loved every moment of it and and I was never reckless and also in any of those moments you know gravity was still consistent the the earth didn't stop its rotation or switch its axis <laughs> polarity stayed stayed true north and south um, and nobody I was with had any any notions or inklings to to turn on me and grab me and throw me over the side or anything like that so but I'm highlighting that example of heights because I think that's an easy one for people to understand a lot of people can probably relate to it I know people who have suffered from it and I say suffer from it in the fact that you know it lets them really dictate their life to a strong point like where even even just the thought just the thought of going up high or into something tall you can see them start like sweating and, and start getting nervous and getting the jitters like like a death sentence is coming down um, and it, it it uh, it amazes me it, it amazes me that that something so mental something so contrived you know something that we created internally and just as much as you created it you can uncreate it and it takes practice it takes effort it takes a concerted notion but people too quickly too easily just give into it or even feed into it right not really realizing it um, every time you let it dictate the circumstance or the situation, you're giving it strength, right? You're feeding the beast. And then you see people, right? It's not an easy, just as much as it, it took time to build it, it takes a long time to unbuild it on this one, right? And 
see people who, who try to do the right thing, you know, that they try to implore their rational faculties to say how I can conquer this, I can master it, but still something where you can, like for me, not, you know, not a, not a tremendous fear of heights, but where I can walk very casually towards the edge of something and you see them and it's just like millimeter by millimeter or those people on the videos, right? The viral videos of them like crawling on their belly towards the edge of something. Because once again, they have that notion of being firmly planted, you know, like if I have a tremendous amount of surface area, then there's no way that at any point in time, if, if things were to shift in the world, that they'll get thrown from whatever edge or height they're from. And just like in these moments, right? Think about what you're fearing. Or in any moments when you have some kind of fear, what is at the center of it? What is at the root of it? Why? Why? Be a little child and keep asking, why? Why am I feeling this way? Why do I have this feeling? Why do I have this belief? And I'm not impervious to fear. There are certain things that I do fear. Like I've always wanted to learn to scuba dive, but then I have this notion, this fear, what happens if I'm down below and something happens, right? And I'm sure anybody who's done scuba recreationally or professionally, I mean, I see those people and they love it. They truly love it, enjoy it. You know, I think actually our, our bodies tend to, tend to gravitate towards that weightlessness actually, right? that feeling of suspension kind of alleviating us. It's just a different feeling. But people that do scuba and love it and want to continue to do it and get their certs and they talk about the places they've been and the places they want to scuba dive that are just incredible, right? Because once again, it's those experiences that really define and dictate our life. And at the end of the day, really bring us joy, right? And 10 years from now, we don't talk about the DVD we bought 10 years ago or the you know the movie we saw 10 years ago or watch bag jewelry shoes right yeah shoes I freaking love shoes but I don't I don't share with people hey let me tell you about the time 15 years ago I bought these awesome shoes right <laughs> we talk about the time 15 years ago that we had these awesome experiences and that's what life's about really it's is getting the most out of the things that we're that we do experience <laughs> the memories the sights the sounds and so just sharing with you for me for me that fear of if I went to go into this this area this space that I don't really belong that I have to bring along tools and things to keep me alive right to sustain me to be dependent on this you know, compressed bottle of oxygen. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it feels unnatural. Could I do it someday? Do I hope to do it someday? Absolutely. Um, but going back to the, 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 the central idea of fear and why, 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 right? Why do you have this fear? Why are you stockpiling on toilet paper? Why do you think that because of some pandemic that it's going to completely shut down society and shut down toilet paper production and it's going to become Mad Max and the Thunderdome 
And then we fall back to, oh, I just want to be cautious. I just want to be safe. But we take that cautious nature uh, to a very extreme degree. Um, and so when I see empty shelves, when you hear everything about people making run on weird supplies, um, in fact, I know, for, I know for a fact that gun sales are doing very well. Um, my mom is a, a regional manager for one of the, the Coast Guard exchanges here. And she's like, yep, because I, I, I bought a gun. I have, I won't say how many guns I have, because that's on a need-to-know basis. <laughs> but I wanted to add a gun to my gun collection. And so I purchased one. And it's actually one that I've kind of been really wanting, so... It's an opportune time to put myself at ease. Mentally, right? Like, where in my rationale did I think that I needed multiple guns? Am I, am I in my fear driving me in this post-apocalyptic mindset of things just going crazy? Maybe. But, see, for me, at the end of the day, right, I never have to use my guns. Um, we don't go Mad Max all up in this place. Everybody uh, <laughs> forming tribes or having to uh, raid other people for their supplies. Uh, you know, I'm making fun. But at the end of the day, if I just have another gun to go shooting with, I I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. And I got a really good deal on it too. That's, so that's it was like a, a twofer, right? A win-win. Um, but yeah, so fear, people. Fear, and then to speak to specific fears and your why, right? Like why are you letting it drive you in a certain direction? Getting to the root of it, and then also living in the moment. Because I can't do anything about the past. It's happened. If I screw something up, I can learn from it. But beyond that, like I, I don't carry that baggage. That's baggage I don't need to carry. It's only a distraction. Right? Anxiety from the past or stress about the future only robs your joy from the present. Right now, in this moment, operating this motor vehicle, my attention should be on driving. And beyond the fact that I'm talking to you all about my thoughts, I'm completely engaged. I mean, you hear me using my turn signals, hopefully. Uh, I try to be a good driver. And so, just as that is an example, right, being engaged in the moment, because it's kind of paramount when I'm operating, you know, a couple thousand pound vehicle at high speeds, that I'm not thinking about what I did yesterday or the things that are coming up tomorrow and I run a red light, forget to stop, right? I mean, you know, it's explaining it at a base level and you guys will say, oh, well, yeah, no duh, right? Of course I need to be paying attention while I'm driving, right? I mean, that's just an example to highlight the fact of, of when we allow future events yet to happen or past events that have already come and gone to... Take us from the present. Take us from the moment, right? 
things that I can control right now that are affecting me right now. And you can definitely put kind of a time on that, right? Like what I'm doing right now and how that impacts me, you know, five minutes from now, 10 minutes from now, an hour from now, you know, 24 hours from now, like that, that, that to me is an acceptable window of, of what I'm thinking and how I'm acting and dictating. And yes, you can have long-term goals. That's, that's what you should do to be successful um, in anything that you're trying to achieve, right? Um, I mean, we talk about the grind and no shortcuts to success and where you want to be in five, 10 years from now. Those are great things. But if all I'm ever thinking about is 10 years from now, and my wife and my kids and my parents and the world, right? I mean, you could definitely let that spiral out of control and now I'm gonna be doing crazy things or I'm distracted or, or really not enjoying the present and living in the moment and cherishing everything because tomorrow's not guaranteed. It was something I will share with you that when I was younger, I had a struggle with because I truly did YOLO too much, especially once I left home and joined the military and young and had money and it was all it, it was too too much about the moment and tomorrow is not guaranteed like I didn't do it with any kind of discipline or, or true approach it was more about spending every single cent I had on stupid shit I didn't need um, just to please myself right self gratification in a hundred percent and Obviously, with maturity and time and realizing how unfruitful that was, right? I wasn't trying to plant any seeds for my future, right? That's okay to do in the moment, to be preparing yourself for what's to come next and not truly feeling like, you know, taking it to such a degree where I'm, you know, tomorrow I could die, which is true, right? Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Tomorrow something could happen to me. So, what's making me happy now? What's going to please me now? and not really have any perspective on on time and life and being smart about it. So it's that balance for me, uh, definitely of, of being present, being in the moment. Tomorrow is not guaranteed, but that doesn't mean I need to be reckless with my future, right? You know. <laughs> so folks, dig into your why on your fears. Dig into your why on why you may be doing something that really on face values may seem irrational and if somebody says to you why are you doing that and you get defensive well that's the wrong approach because if they're getting if you're getting defensive about it then that means you're touchy about it which also means that you might not have a complete answer right if you are comfortable in the reasons for your actions you wouldn't need to get defensive you would clearly state this is why I'm doing it right And then going back to, okay, now that I'm kind of thinking about my fears and, and what's dictating and driving my actions, right? Because sometimes our fears definitely are, are planted in our past experiences or in what we think could be our future ones. And then that's, that's kind of taken from the moment. And, and, when, and when we have a good balance, when we have a really good balance of what we're doing, enjoying the present, being present, with those that we love and care about. Um, and, and just to end it on a, on a really 
for me a real positive note the other day right when we were stuck at home like part of us was tempted to go out because we really wanted Chick-fil-A like we hadn't had Chick-fil-A right that's something that <laughs> our family definitely up there on uh, quick eats that we truly enjoy right <laughs> and we really wanted Chick-fil-A but me and my wife were like no we got food here we're fine and you know being confined restricted in that regards but we said hey you know we hadn't played board games in a while so we busted out some taboo and some categories and it was awesome you know and it was just it's it's one of those ones where it's like the, the stupid stuff you know the the material stuff that comes and goes like chick-fil-a right you know if i never have chick-fil-a again will i be upset my wife might be upset and then that will affect me but you know the experience of enjoying family time, right? Which is something that we don't, you know, once again, I can reflect and say we don't do it often enough, but we just did it recently. So that's good enough for me that in that moment, in the in the present, we're, we really had a great time. And taking advantage of the fact of, of the world and the culture that we're living in right now and be, kind of being confined and cooped up, normally we'd probably be out and about having different experiences because we like to be out of the home um, as a family stretching our legs but um, but we made the best of, of the situation of, of what the, the current uh, pandemic dictates alright so please share with me any fears you have any experiences um, I'll probably add something a little bit on LinkedIn there to, to see what y'all got and I, you know definitely when we share those things that are worrying us it doesn't add fuel to the fire. It allows other people to chime in and say, yeah, I kind of have that same fear too, but this is how I dealt with it. Or this is my perspective on it. And you go, oh, I didn't think of it that way. Right? That was something uh, I shared with my sister the other day on, on something that was kind of, I mean, it wasn't a fear for her. It was something that was kind of annoying her. And I just kind of gave her a different perspective on it. And she said, thank you. She said, you know, I, I didn't think of it that way. I kind of hope, I hope you're more right than I am right. And, uh, and it, it was good. It was it was great that I, that even if in my little two cents that I threw out in the universe, uh, my sister um, took it and appreciated it. Uh, just having a different perspective on it. All right, I'm at work. I'm parked. Let's do this. It's Thursday. Time to hold it down. And uh, I've got four words for y'all. Let let them resonate. And it's so true, so simple. My wife loves it, and I'm adopting it as my own too. Uh, so this will be, you know, be the first and last time I give her credit, and then it'll be all my credit. But real simple, folks. Work hard and be nice. I think that's fantastic. All right, love y'all. Let's have an awesome day. Intentionally. <laughs>